Welcome to Much More Much Year with Pup Duffy and Kara Lane, an Aunt Imagination production. Hey guys, I'm here with writer, actor, director Miles Doliak and writer and actress Lindsay Ann Williams. We're going to be talking about Open, which opened in theaters on the 3rd and it started streaming yesterday on the 7th. You can check it out pretty much everywhere that you can find streaming. It stars William Forsyth. Amber Rain Smith, Jeremy London, and you guys. Welcome. Thank you for joining me. Our pleasure. Well, thank you. For people listening, you guys are a husband and wife team. This is not the first time you have uh, appeared on screen together, but this film puts you guys through the ringer. Uh, basic synopsis Lindsay's character, Christina, is unhappy in her marriage and kind of starts to crush or fall for this like former teen heartthrob played by jeremy incredibly well by the way I mean, he just embodies yeah. that whole super famous but now maybe not so much mm-hmm. miles character robert he kind of encourages it rather than being like really really pissed off about it would that be an accurate representation yeah i think these two people are trying to find a way to reinvigorate their marriage maybe infuse some mystery back into the proceeding, just grasp at something that may prevent the whole thing from falling apart. And the avenue they choose is this idea of opening their marriage. Um, They, in our film, don't do it very well. uh, But I think for the Mormons, it's it's clear that they still very much love each other. they they realize they recognize that they have something special in this you know very long term relationship, uh, but especially since the the tragedy that sort of proceeds and is alluded to in our film, they just keep talking past each other. They're they're not in the same emotional space or the same headspace, and they need something new and different, uh, or they feel like it's it's all going to fall apart. So maybe maybe Robert feels if Tina can find some joy, she'll bring that back to him. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. He also goes outside the marriage as well. She's like, he did it too. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you guys wrote this together. I mean, not to get like deep and is this something that, you know, is happening and happening in real life, but something that as a, you know, as a couple, you're kind of conscious of and you thought, you know, we can write this in a way that will relate to people that may be in the same situation, but also make them laugh. I mean, we, we forgot to mention that you, your character, Christina, basically just like daydreams about being this this new wave rocker icon <laughs> and the hair, first of all. <laughs> Don't even get me started. <laughs> so you are, your character is already kind of like daydreaming and trying to find some sort of like mental escape from the situations that she's in. But so when you guys sit down to write this, is was that like, these are feelings I've been having, or I understand that people have these type of feelings. Well, there are several people in our orbit who were going through some similar things. They were having a hard time in their marriage and did decide to open their marriage, or they were having a hard time in their marriage and they decided to go to therapy, or they were having a hard time and they just decided to blow everything up. Um, and it was all kind of happening at the same time and we were making another movie and like all of this stuff. And we just started talking about this idea of like, well, what if we turned this into something? 
And then we never really did anything with it until finally, uh, after Hurricane Ida, we were evacuated to Hattiesburg, Mississippi. We were stuck in basically a one-room building with our five dogs and each other and no internet. And so we were like, hey, let's pull this out of the closet and let's, let's write this. And, you know, maybe we can try to treat the world of polyamory and ethical non-monogamy well and not in a judgmental way, even though our characters don't do it very well. And it's not necessarily something that they understand or are is right for them, but that doesn't mean that it's an invalid way to move forward for some people if they do it well. I was just going to say, too, I think that anybody who's ever been in a really long-term relationship faces these kinds of challenges at some point. It's it's not whether or not there are going to be rough seas. It's it's how you navigate those rough seas when they crop up, when they arise. And so I think it's whatever you whatever avenue you choose to try to approach the the inevitable problems that are going to arise in a long-term relationship, you know, that's up to you. Uh, the Corbins chose one. Uh, you may choose another, but we think that hopefully the film resonates with anybody who's been in a long-term relationship and at some point goes, what am I doing here? Absolutely. And I mean, stuck in a in one room with five dogs. I mean, what's the option? You guys were going to just sit and talk to each other the whole time? <laughs> right. God forbid. We did it. <laughs> well, that's crazy. Where did you, Hurricane Ida, where did that hit? The Carolinas? New Orleans. Yeah, we're we're based in New Orleans. Oh, wow. Well, I'm we, sorry. Were power, we were out without power for about two weeks during after Hurricane Ida. So we had to get the heck out of town. Uh, but it did afford us you know, something that's very rare for us, which is uh, free time, time to just be. Um, and that allowed us the time to write the script based on this conceit that we've been batting around for some time. And then I had the crazy idea that it would be populated with 80s music videos. Which is awesome. <laughs> I'm an 80s baby. I remember like the the advent of MTV, you know, when they played music. And I was, I was the screen, you know, aha, uh, uh, oh my God, uh, Kaja Gugu, you know, those kind of 80s, like strange for this little girl that was raised as a Baptist is singing nothing but church music. This was a wild new frontier. So I love that it was, this was like her fantasy. She could have fantasized of being about an Instagram model or a, a famous YouTuber that you went old school, which I think is so like, it's classic because of the characters. They're not young kids. They're not old by any stretch of the man, you know, imagination, but they're not young kids. So that's not what they would like potentially think about. Plus with her um, right. dalliance with uh, Eric, <laughs> it makes sense that that's like where her brain went. So. Yeah. I think that aha take on me video. It's an all time classic by the way, but um you know, I, I'm grateful to my parents for letting me watch MTV as as a relatively young um, uh, kid, uh, because you're right. Those videos are totally insane. Um, I mean, I, you know, I remember watching the Union of the Snake video by Duran Duran, and there are literally actors running around with lizard heads. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, you could do anything in a music video. And... Um, <laughs> And that's kind of why we why we chose that, you know, along with uh, obviously our, our affection and nostalgia for that era of music. Phil Collins, Land of Confusion, anyone? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Well, I mean, we what one of our, another of our inspirations is you remember the warrior video of, by Sam, yes. right? And she's got the face paint, and they're like creatures, and and there's a creature fight with a mime keeping score, and and you're like, what is going on? It's awesome. It's totally. Yeah, no. Well, now the song is in my head, and I'm not mad about it. Bang, bang. Yep. I am the warrior. <laughs> I mean, whatever happened to Scandal? We could go off on a tangent about whatever happened to Yeah. <laughs> you guys have worked together before. Did you guys meet in the business, or did you meet outside of the business and decided that, hey, we were pretty good together on screen or as a, you know, creative partners? So we actually met... Um... Our other love uh, just so happens to also coincide. We're both ancient historians. And so we met in an ancient Greek class. We were reading Homer. And uh, we kind of lived in each other's orbits for about six years. And then we became friends. And then it was more. <laughs> it was a couple of years before, before we started making films together and doing art and theater together because we had been doing academic things together. Um, and so we just kind of went from working on academic things together to working on artistic things together. And now we get to do that full time. Oh, that's so sweet. So it like, it laid the groundwork of all these things um, that you have in common that you love, you know, both of you love. I think that's, and then it just morphed. That's, I think that's really sweet. That's really cool. So it's kind of strange that you guys are unhappy in the film. <laughs> was that hard for you to pretend like you, you know, you didn't care that much about him at that time? Oh, no, it was so easy. <laughs> <laughs> he missed the laundry hamper the morning of the... Oh, I hate him now. Glory Pup is real. Nice. <laughs> the laundry problem. Uh, we almost okay. have seen about the dishwasher, too, but... Uh... Yeah. Don't get me started. We'll be here for a half an hour about laundry, <laughs> laundry, the clothing that lands next to them. You also, you mentioned that you um, kind of portray polyamory in a in a positive or at least a not negative way. And I think it's kind of cool. Personally, first of all, let me get into this. Personally, when I was younger, young married, I was like, absolutely not. I would never share my man or my woman or, you know, whatever. And now I'm like, eh? Yeah, you take them for two minutes. <laughs> but polyamory or poly polygamy is also, um, it's like something that seems to have gone through phases of not necessarily acceptable way back in the day, but commonplace, um, horrible, accepted, interesting, or entertaining, hello television. And then now it's just kind of like, well, if nobody's getting hurt, if the, the kids aren't getting married at 12, if the, if nobody's being abused, if they're up doing it of their own free will, kind of now it's right. just like a place again. So it's strange. But I like that you put it into there. What was funny, I, you said it earlier, but what was funny about you guys, the way you, uh, Christina and Robert interact when Jeremy London, Eric is like, when he's the voice of reason, you know that they've gone pretty far past the past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i mean uh, all of the principal characters in this in this film are, are a little lost at least three three of the four i mean yeah. emma elena's character is pretty grounded but um yeah you, yeah i think that you know as a general rule our feeling is and part of the reason we wanted to explore this topic in in this way is 
you know, what happens between consenting adults in their bedrooms is nobody's business and, you know, let people find their own path. That's the way I see it. Uh, their own way to, you know, express happiness, feel happiness. Um, and there are a lot of different ways to do that, that are, that are not harmful. Um, and so, and, and I, I also just think it's a topic that, you know, there's so many great relationship movies out there that have inspired me. Um, but I haven't really seen a movie that's dealt with this particular topic or a couple traversing this this ground in this way. So it, it was something that felt st still feels fresh or unmined a little bit in the dramatic sphere. And I think that was attractive. Right, right. I mean, you could have gone classic, uh, she cheated, pulled the wool over his eye. But then I think it yeah. would have been it, it would have been a different audience reaction to Christina. It would have been like negative. It would have been like this bitch. It would have been like, how could she? This way, it's like, oh no, he's cool with it. And you're right. I'm trying to think of the name of it. The only like permissible you can you can have a side person was it was a, a dude film. It was a comedy, and it was like a hall pass maybe something like that. It's like right. I was just gonna say it's kind of like I don't want to say it's misogynistic that 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 film itself, but the idea that only a guy could do it with permission yeah. from his wife—it's kind of like what? No, if like you said, if two people have a conversation and they say, "Go ahead, try it," I promise, Pinky swear I won't be mad. Pinky swear I won't divorce you. Go ahead if that's if that's something you need, whether it's you know your spouse, whatever sex. And they're like, I tried it. I like it. I tried it. I don't like it. it and then it maybe brings you closer together. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Absolutely. Well, and I think the concept that they're open and they're both exploring these different relationships gives Emma's character so much more depth because if she was just a friend of the couple helping him find his, you know, unfaithful wife who's gotten, you know, all it's just, it wouldn't be as interesting, whereas now she's got this guy that she's in a relationship with, this girl that she may or may not be, you know, what, you know? So, like, it's just a, a little bit more, we're not saying that polyamory is the problem for Christina. We're saying that the person that she chose is the problem <laughs> in the way that she went about it. And so it's like, it's, I, I think that that whole message and that whole character would of Emma would really have lost something if um if it was one-sided absolutely well yeah they the audience would hate emma they'd be like look at this conniving little hussy trying to get in <laughs> yeah i just realized why it's called open i'm so stupid <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what i thought i think i was too focused on christina's like hallucinations and i was like oh she's the opening up no i'm an idiot it's fine it's because they're open to exploring the things in their relationship. You got me. But but also <laughs> open means vulnerable. So it's a little bit of a double entendre, right? So, yeah. The type of art is made out of instruments and stuff. So it's all brain weird stuff. So I can, you know, it's okay that you didn't get it. <laughs> well, you know, my, my uh, what do you call it? My misstep will prevent other people from misstepping. <laughs> <laughs> You've paved the way. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Let my stupidity make your way easier. No, but and that's clever though. That's really clever. I mean, 
I watched the film what a week ago, and it wasn't until talking to you that so <laughs> it is out now uh, in select theaters or theaters nationwide. Yeah, select theaters. Um, and we've we've been hosting some screening events. We had a fantastic premiere last week in Los Angeles, TCL Chinese Six. Um, thanks to Lisa Ha and the good folks over there for hosting us. It's still playing at Arena Cine Lounge in Los Angeles um, and uh, here in the Canal Place um, theaters um, where we're headed tonight to do a, to host another screening. And then it's going to open in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, where we largely shot the film on the big red carpet event. Um, so, you know, as filmmakers, we make the film to be seen and heard on the big screen in a theater, in a communal atmosphere. But at the indie level, um, a theatrical release is expensive. And so we we generally are forced to keep it small. Um, but you can find it on your favorite streaming platform. Um, the soundtrack, too, is out there if you like the music. Uh, check it out on Spotify or Pandora or, or wherever you listen to music. We we spent a lot of time thinking about the music in this. We had amazing collaborators in Clifton Hyde and Oliver Hoffer, our co-songwriters. Um, and we had a, a whale of a good time creating these 80s synth wave, you know, boppers. Uh, so I yeah. uh, I hope everybody will will seek the soundtrack out if, if the movie resonates with them in any way and, and share with your friends. Is there a website or can people follow you on social media to keep up with this project and further ones? Yes. we. So our production company has a website. It's Historia Films, the name of our production company, H-I-S-T-O-R-I-A Films, M-S for Mississippi, where we largely shoot our films, dot com. Historia Films, M-S dot com. Um, uh, so on Instagram, the film's uh, Instagram account is open film underscore official and then both miles and i are also on social media i'm kind of really only do instagram i don't really do it that much um and it's not my name uh my handle is puella underscore deville p-u-e-l-l-a underscore d-e-v-i-l-l-e it is a latin joke a disney joke and kind of a car joke um, and then Miles is uh, a little bit more active on social media. Yes, it's and and mine is very straightforward at Miles underscore Doliac D O L E A C. Uh, so yes, yeah, <laughs> seek, seek us out. Um, DM us if you love the movie. Uh, it's always heartening for indie producers to hear you know somebody found their film and it it meant something to them. It resonated in some way. Uh, if you like the film, post about it on social media. Uh, write us a review on IMDb say the biggest challenge for an indie producer is just making the world know the movie's out there. You know, the movie exists. Uh, here's how you find yeah. it. Right. Right. I mean, as much as you might be tempted to keep your favorite films to yourself, you need to really tell your friends, you need to post about it on social media and yeah. spread the word. Yeah. Love it. But let's have other people. <laughs> What's coming up next for you guys. Uh, well, we have, we have a couple of irons in the fire. Um, we're in post-production uh, for a film that that I produced right now. Um, and then we're talking to some folks about a really exciting project that's meant a lot to me for a long time. Uh, and I can't really talk about either of those projects, either because of the strike or, or other factors. But um, rest assured, uh, Lens and I will continue to do our thing and there'll be more coming down the pipe um, relatively soon. 
All right. We keep saying take a break and that we're too busy, but then the second that we have a chance, we just start making another project. So we'll never stop. <laughs> who needs who needs a break? You can sleep when you're dead, right? Well, you can sleep when you're evacuated from the next hurricane. So. There you go. Instead, <laughs> we'll probably yeah. write a new script. Oh, there you go. It'll be uh, it'll be part two to open. It'll be closed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it'll be it'll be Eric. Yeah. I like that. Hmm. Right. Lynn's write that down. Eric in <laughs> Eric's Jeez. Eric's journey in prison. I don't know. Yeah. Well. Eric starts a prison band. Uh, right. We could we a Pearl Jam Nirvana movie. <laughs> the next one is all '90s grunge. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> this actually happens. Uh, you can spell my name P U P. <laughs> <laughs> we know how to find you. We're friends. We're friends on the IG. We are. We absolutely are. Out in theaters now. It's streaming now. Go watch Open, you guys. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you for joining me. It's it's our Thank pleasure. Thank you so much Thank for, you for covering our film pup. We really appreciate it. Bye. This has been an Odd Imagination production. Here at Odd Imagination, you'll find book, film, television, and product reviews, as well as roundtable discussions, current events, and hot topics. We are advocates for equality and the freedom to be who you are, no matter what. Odd Imagination gets its name from autism and imagination, two things that are very important to us. If you would like more information on Odd Imagination and the podcasts that we host on our website, you can visit oddimagination.org. A-U-T-I-M-A-G-I-N-A-T-I-O-N dot org. And pulling me She knows all about the drug I plagiarize all my apologies And they still want enough I know, I know I know that I should let her go But I don't, I don't I don't seem to be in control I ain't blind I can see I'm killing her I'm killing her